All right, let me tie all this. Let me tie all this off. So my friends, my religious friends, are, are often feel like I I do ask uh, the questions about faux faux pas behavior uh, within within Christendom, uh, within our religious communities. I think, I think, I strongly suspect that my Christian friends feel very on guard when the discussion gets to the point where I'm interested in what's going on or what's being discussed, and I start asking questions. Now, my questions are very penetrating questions. They're not deep. They're, like, in the abstract sense, they're very direct. So they're penetrating in that sense. Just the example, just to throw it out to everybody. If somebody says, you know, uh, God spoke to me. You know, I was I was praying and God spoke to me. Now most of us, most of us think, okay, like we're all understanding presently. That person does not mean that they heard an audible voice. But let me ask you, why do we use that language then? It's it's an abuse. It's an abuse of intentionality. Now I'm calling it that. Here's why I call it that. I call it an abuse because the ability to question that is strongly resisted when you ask for clarification. Why? Why are people so defensive when you ask them, what do you mean God spoke to you? They're defensive because they realize the language they're using is meant to communicate something other than what they actually mean. But when they start articulating what they actually mean, they start realizing it has nothing to do with God. Somebody, please, please blow me up in the comments. Please blow me up in the comments. Please share this, man, and make an example of me. But you're not going to, you know why? Because it's true. What I said is true. God had nothing to do with when they were praying, they thought something, and then they decided to do something about that thought. Tell me how God has anything to do with that. It's your line of reasoning. It's your knowledge of the scriptures or a sermon you heard. By the way, take a guess. If, if God is divinely speaking to you or giving you impressions in your emotions and thoughts and etc., 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 if he's doing it to you, guess what? He's doing it to every single human. So it's, it's kind of like a mute point to talk about the power of prayer. Why did I just say all that? Because there's nothing that you do, Christian, whom, to whom God speaks. There's nothing that you do that every other human doesn't do still, already, or along with you. Christians, what do you pray about? Oh, that God helped me out in this situation, make me a better person, you know, blah, 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 blah. You, you pray about that. That's something that you pray about. What do you think every other human wants, does, and seeks actively after? The same things. The same things. And we all have the same amount of success in our lives. That's it. That's the bottom line. It, we all have the same experiences. That's the bottom line. So when I ask, 
Oh, so you, you heard a message from God. You heard a word from God. Did God speak to you audibly? Because honestly, everybody listening to me right now, I want to know if they audibly heard God because that's a, probably a good indicator that this, pro, this person is much more strongly in what they believe than other people. And I would love to investigate that just to see the results of that. Or if God touched them or if they saw God, imagine the details they would be able to give on those experiences. But you already know the reality of what I'm discussing here. I ask those just very direct questions. The person's story goes from plain language to abstract. Why? Because they have to water down what they said. They had to water down the meaning. And ultimately, the end of the conversation ends up being completely different than the way it began. You tell me, how disappointing is this?